time, we are going to go for way back to 2006. Well, we can do both, I suppose. 2006 and 2005 grand finals with Sydney and West Coast playing this weekend at the SCG. Uh, and who better to get on and reminisce about these classic battles between the two titans of the time than the 2006 Norm Smith medalist. And that's Andrew Embley. And he joins us. G'day, Andrew. Yeah, g'day, Jack. G'day, fellas. Um, fair to say, this week's game might not be as close as <laughs> what it was uh, back in 2005 and six. Might not be as big crowd either, but um, yeah, hopefully West Coast can put up a, a half-decent show. They're certainly not the team they were back then anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a bit of a shame. I mean, you're quite right. Sydney have not performing as well. Um, but uh, let's take us back, uh, Embers, uh, to this day. Um, well, we don't have to touch on 05. Let's touch on 06 and uh, your Norm yeah, Smith we'll medal performance. 05, yeah. <laughs> uh, tell us uh, what the day was like for you and um, are, you, are you pleased that you played uh, really well and uh, got the got the best on award? Yeah, listen, obviously it's such a long time ago and it's not really sort of one of those things that I really think about too much anymore unless I'm doing a sportsman's night or, or talking to you, but... I must admit, when you do speak about it, it does bring back great memories because as a player, all you want to do is get drafted and then one day when you do get drafted, all you want to do is play a game. And then once you've done that, you want to be a, a premiership player. And I was uh, fortunate in my career to play in a couple of grand finals. Obviously, 05, we realised we weren't good enough and we lost a, a game that, you know, maybe another sort of three or four minutes we might have won. But it got us, um, you know, tighter as a group and it made us work harder. And then to be able to get ourselves back in a position to play in another grand final the year after, I thought was was a big effort from the group because just because you're playing a grand final one year doesn't give you any rights to be back there the following year. And we uh, didn't always have things go our way back in 2006, but we had some great comeback games during that year and we had an enormous amount of belief and to be able to put it together as a group on the biggest day on the back of the disappointment that we had the previous year and um, you know we didn't have any passengers in 06 where there's a lot of guys in 05 that went up to the best of their ability that particular day and as you know on grand final day you just need everyone just playing their role we um, were able to do that and fortunately for myself I was able to have an impact on the game as well and I think you know any player that plays in the big games always wants to, to play well and, and generally speaking when you get more players playing well you give yourselves a chance of winning and that's I guess what happened uh, in 06 Yeah Ms. it was here mate um, just your role on the day I mean you're one of those players that could have nearly played in well could could have played in a lot of positions what was your specific role and and obviously you did it well yeah thanks was i so i started forward i um you know you, when you play against certain sides you you know the way certain teams play you know if you're going to get tagged you know if you're not going to get tagged you know you know the, the player that you expect to come to you so I had uh, a lot of matchups with Shorty Dempster in uh, in the past so I'm all week Okay, we're playing Swans. I'm really confident that Sean Dempster is going to come to me. He's played on with me before. He's had you know some good success against me. So you sort of you're not trying to get too caught up with a player that you're playing on, but you're trying to think to yourself, okay, well where can I get him? Where have I got him in the past? You know, do I take him up the ground? Do I get him out of the goal square? You know, do, like 
these sort of, um, you know, can I get him up on the wing and push forward? So there's a, a lot of sort of, um, you know, behind the scenes, you know, sort of stuff that goes on to, to trying to, to get the best out of your ability, but also beating your opponent. So to be honest with you, though, the start of the game, the first five or ten minutes, Sean Dempster didn't come to me. So that was a little bit of a surprise. I, um, I, I was expecting him to play on me. I got Teddy Richards early. And then I think early in the second quarter, I sort of started to um, you know get my mojo going a little bit. I think I kicked a goal to start the, the second, and then they made the change, and then Dempster came with me after that. So the, the game was majority sort of forward, but just having the license to be able to get around it. So um, Wush was really um, um, big on you know players being able to yeah play your role, but also you know what makes you a good player, and that's you know when I get on my bike and then start you know getting up the ground and then pushing forward. So that was uh, all that. But uh, and I've spoken about this a few times, but not many. But we were very much a, a real one-on-one side. So we, you know, if they threw another number in our um, forward line, um, you know, we just go and man them up. So at times we were like, you know, seven on, you know, seven-man forward line, uh, eight-man forward line, and in our back line was just basically, you know, like deserted. You know, there's no one in there. So in the last quarter. We um, wish it came up to me just after we broke uh, broke at three quarter time. Everyone went out to their positions. He came up to me and said, "Listen, I'll start you on the wing, right? But what I want you to do, I just want you to drift back and just play this last quarter behind the footy. Because what's going to happen is, um, you know, their half forward is going to get up the grounds. Our half backs are going to go with them. They're going to have a lot of space inside forward fifty. And at this stage, um, you know, Lachlan was starting to look dangerous. Nick Davis was a quality player. Barry Hall, we know how good he is. So." My job in the last quarter was to to start on the wing, knowing that Sean Dempster was going to go everywhere with me. So I was just sort of playing behind a footy and taking Dempster with me and almost having like another pair in our back line. So, um, and that was something that we didn't really trial too much in the past. I had been a loose man in defence at times in late games, but not actually having someone to come to me and then play you know, as, a, as a half-back in the last quarter. So it worked, um, I think, in the end, OK. I, um, you know, I was able to have a, an impact um, behind the footy in the last quarter and we um, you know, were able to get a result. And uh, unlike last year with Geelong, uh, you probably didn't have a time there where you thought, oh, we've, we've got it and you had a special moment on the ground where you can all look at each other and smile until the uh, very last siren. Uh, how did that feel? Yeah, well, I mean, I think when you're in the moment, I'd love to say that I'd love to be in the position that Geelong were <laughs> last year. That would have been a really enjoyable last quarter. But we had two grand finals where we just did not get a second to even reflect or think about what it would look like to be a premiership player because you're so focused on the next contest and the next contest. And you just, you just, you just didn't even, you couldn't even get your head around the fact of just let it drift for a second because you know that's the difference between being a premiership player or not so you know it was um, one of the most mentally draining games the 06 grand final and the 05 one for that matter so to to be able to yeah get the job done um, in the way that we did it in the game that um, that we did it in I think yeah it does make it um, you know quite surreal but you know really enjoyable too so then, how long did it take you to process the win? Then I mean, uh, it was just such a just such a close result, the one point win. Uh, how long did it, did it take you days to to realise it, or was it uh, you know hours, or what was it? What was it like? 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, again, it probably took um, you know weeks to actually really realise what had sort of sunk in. It's you know you get caught up in the moment really quickly, and it's just complete hectic. You know, it's just so much going on on the field, and then in the change rooms after, and then you know you're out and about with the boys and you're celebrating. So yeah, there might have been a moment, maybe three or four days after the grand final, where I I was by myself and was able just to um, you know take a big breath and be so proud of what we had achieved as a group and but yeah I mean if I had my time again I probably would have enjoyed a little bit more oh. uh, in regards to just sort of you know um, because you, you do like you move on we move you move on really quickly like you, you have a week with the guys but then you're on holidays and you, you know you've got all these plans that are booked I didn't go on the footy trip that year and and you sort of and then before you know it you come back and you're preparing for the following year so and then you, it's not really sort of something that you think about and talk about too much post that unless you go on a sportsman designs etc so um, but yeah it was uh, yeah, when I when I talk about it obviously like I am with you guys now it does bring back just you know great memories that we had and I don't catch up with the guys that much you know anymore as a group but when we do it always uh brings back um, you know just great joy for us all oh, that's fantastic fantastic I'm talking to Andrew Embley uh, he's got his show on Triple M very soon so thank you for your time um, just uh, what about the Eagles um, now um, are we um, are we uh, how, how, what do we do from here how far behind are they yeah they're a long way behind and I think it's um, you know there's a lot of I think deeper issues than just the injury list that they've got right now so They've um, been struggling, as we know, for a while. I think they've probably held on to a few of their senior players a little bit longer when you have a look at some of the soft tissue injuries that are happening to West Coast right now. It is a lot of their older players. And and that's what happens. You get to an age where the game catches up with you. And I um, just think that... You know, between you know, maybe their aging list and not being able to to hit it with a draft, with the new kids coming through, they have certainly, I think they've missed a, an opportunity there. So I think they realise right now that you know, they need some change within the the organisation, and I expect to see that happen post this um, football season. But the one thing that I will say about the West Coast Eagles is that they are a really big, powerful football club, and was. You know, whilst we're seeing you know them in an ordinary state right now, they will bounce back. They will fight back. They've still got over hundred thousand members. Um, they've got massive support here in WA. Huge sponsorship. Um, you know, massive advertising um, money that uh, comes into their football club. So they will be able to turn around. It's still a destination that people will want to come to. But right now, it doesn't look like there's much light in the tunnel. But you know, give them three to five years. And I expect that uh, West Coast will find a way to start improving and getting back. Yeah, I'm sure they're not too, not that far away. Uh, Simo, does he survive? Yeah, again, it's a really tough question. I, uh, I know his contract is at the end of 2025. I think um, you know Trevor Nisbet's been at the top for a long, long time, done a wonderful job there. I, um, you know, again, what I'll do is I'll back the boarding to be able to to make the right decisions. And I think uh, they need to to get down together and they need to figure out. Um, what does it look like going forward as a football club and then if they believe that 
Timo, they believe Trevor Nisbet are the right people to be able to, to take that club forward, then I'll back him in with that decision if they think that it's time to, to move on, whether it's the end of you know next year or the year after, then you know I think that's a conversation that they, um, they'll have to have. But you know, the reality is, whether you're a player, whether you're a CEO, whether you're a coach, you know, no one's bigger than the football club. And you know, there's been a lot of people that have come into our environment to, to make West Coast Eagles better. And they've done an incredible job, and you know Simo is a premiership coach, and you know whether he continues to um, to coach West Coast for a long period of time, that's again uh, a call that uh, that him and the football club will make. But you know, regardless of all that, you know he does go down as a, a premiership coach, and um, and someone that will be a, probably a life member of the football club for the rest of their lives. Yeah, as he should be, as he should be. Hey, Embers, we might have to leave it there, buddy. Uh, it's been great to chat um, and reminisce about your premiership win and uh, and the great day that was and get your thoughts on the Eagles, mate. So, yeah, thanks very much yeah. for your time. Good on you, boys, and all the best for the show. Cheers. <laughs> no worries. Andrew, em- <laughs> sorry, Andrew Embley there, uh, the 2006 Norm Smith medalist, um, and what a day he had. Uh, he, he, he racked up 26 touches and kicked two goals too, so what a, what a great day.